Hello, this is Roy Lilly. Like the unwelcome rumble of thunder from distant hills on a summer's day, something's coming. Like a call on a landline in the middle of the night, never good news, harbingers of nothing good. And so it is with the press, behind paywalls like a vicar preaching to a choir, editors plant their seeds of doubt. The NHS is failing. We need to try something else. Anything's better than this. The Times and the Telegraph, both paywalled, have writers telling us the NHS is done for. Comes their clarion call, we must change the system. I've been at this game for long enough to have seen ideas come and go. Reforms, changes, lunatics like Lansley, zealots like Milburn, and the seriously dozy like Nick Clegg. The NHS has seen them all off. This time, hmm. The social insurance stone is being pushed up the hill. If they can get it to the top, the momentum as it rolls down the other side might be unstoppable. What's the problem? It is true there are huge waiting lists, an exodus of staff, wages are poor, working in health and care is unattractive. Would a social insurance system fix it? No. It is true we don't have enough health professionals, nor enough beds. Would a social insurance system fix it? No. It is true there are some outcomes that are better elsewhere, but it depends on what comparator you pick. Would a social insurance system fix it? No. But we must ask, why are we asking these questions? From the world banking crisis in 2009, the NHS experienced a decade of pretty much flatline funding. The historic annual uplift in funding since the NHS started in 1948 has been just under 4%. The funding famine brought consequences. We haven't trained enough people, built enough capacity, repaired enough, modernised enough, and it's easy to forget we went into the Covid debacle with 40,000 nursing vacancies and waiting lists already at an historic 4.5 million. Now, the sky is dark with chickens coming home to roost. The bow wave of 7 million people waiting, coupled with a bad winter, if the NHS loses momentum, could overwhelm it. Would a social insurance system fix this? No. Would a social insurance system have stopped any of this happening? There is no one system of funding across the EU or the OECD. Some state funded like ours, some social insurance, some are substantially private and some reimbursed. Government schemes provided the financing for 28% of all healthcare expenditure in the EU in 2019. Compulsory contributory health insurance schemes and compulsory medical savings accounts accounted for 51.5%. These two primary sources accounted for just under 80% of all financing. The rest is what they call out-of-pocket expenditure. In other words, the user pays. That means you. There is a further complication. The OECD definition of what constitutes healthcare spending changed. As the Health Foundation explains, 
Quote, compared to the old definition, what now constitutes spending on health includes much more of what in the UK has traditionally been thought of as social care, as well as the NHS and preventative care. It excludes capital spending. This has meant a large accounting switch from social care spending into health care spending. We're comparing apples and light bulbs. It's a mix and too complicated to unpick here. However, there's a common theme. Almost all of the healthcare systems the naysayers compare with the NHS funded their health systems better during the 10 years following the banking crisis. The upshot? In 2010, in funding rankings, we were behind Germany and France. In 2011, we plummeted behind Germany, Sweden, Japan and France. In 2012, Belgium joined those in front of us. We stayed fifth until 2020 when the share of UK GDP spent on health improved to 9.92%, still behind Germany at 10.91 and France at 10.34. The moral to the story. You can fund the NHS out of your left-hand pocket for taxation or you can fund it from the right-hand pocket for insurance premiums, but it's still your trousers. Somehow, you have to pay, and if you take less money from either pocket, you'll get less health care. If we demolish what we have, created competition, insurance legislation, fix the problems of training, regulation, equity and access, or committed to the long-term funding for the NHS around 4% of GDP, invested in training and created stability, you'll still get what you pay for. Thanks for listening. I will speak again soon. Bye-bye now.